Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Real Housewives, aka All About the Truth. On today's episode, we have the one and only Carlos King, former executive producer of the Real Housewives of New Jersey and Atlanta, and he gives us nothing but the truth. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. You ready for Carlos King? Yes. Let's do it. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's episode, we have the one and only Carlos King, former executive producer of the Real Housewives of New Jersey and Atlanta, and he gives us nothing but the truth. Hi, Carlos. Hi. How's it going? We're so excited to have you on, and we just need to give a quick recap because Carlos was the producer for New Jersey, The Real Houses of New Jersey, season one and two. And Carlos, I had no idea that you were the producer for the best seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. I <laughs> had no, those were my favorite seasons. I feel like it, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get back into it, but the seasons that you produce, I was like, oh my gosh, of course he was the producer for those seasons. I had no idea. Oh, and then you're you, so sweet. Thank you. Yes. And then you have this amazing podcast that we listen to, Reality with the King. And then you Yay. produce this show, Love and Marriage, which yes. we found out Martel is on. Is that correct? <laughs> Martel is on Love and Marriage Huntsville. Yes, that's <laughs> the show. Yeah. And we saw that you are doing one in Detroit. Yes, my hometown. So yeah, excited and, about that. Yeah, and I, when I was reading, I was doing research. Um, I saw that you went to Wayne State, and I went to Wayne State too. We're from we're from we're from Michigan and Detroit too. Yep. Ah, look at that. I know. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I, I think he's from he's from Detroit, right? You grew up here. Yeah, born and raised in Detroit. Born, um, born there, lived there. Up until I was like twenty two. Yeah, oh my that's gosh, my, that's my city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, are you guys gonna do anything for the Detroit Love and Marriage one? Like, are you guys doing any PR or anything down here? Yes, it's so funny. I think we may have a little premiere party. I'm trying to work things out, but yes. Yeah, Can we come? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, honey, honey, honey. Yes. 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 I love that. Shoot, shoot your shot, honey. So, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We, we, like, I work in Detroit. So I looked, I was like, I can't believe he's from Detroit. And then we got so excited. And we're like, no wonder we like him so much. So, oh, thank you, we lady. think that's awesome. Well, we wanted to talk to you because you were probably the most requested person for us to interview, even over like the housewives and all that stuff. Because we get, you, you know that Real Houses of New Jersey fans are, you know, very invested. And yes. Yeah, you know that. And we get so many mm-hmm. Jersey questions. I remember seeing the podcast episode. It was like with you and Heather McDonald. And it was right when Heather shared it. So I shared it immediately and had this sense of relief that someone is finally speaking out and saying the truth. And you did. And it blew up. Did, did you feel like you got so much action after that happened? Oh, yes. Action, satisfaction. No, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, Heather, I had no idea. Me just coming on your show because I love her. She loves me. I had no idea we were going to break the internet. I mean, it, it, I mean, that clip lasted for months. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was no, epic. Seriously. It was. And, and it's. 
you know what's so funny, ladies? I was just like having a conversation with my friend, telling her my truth. <laughs> and at the time, which gets me in trouble, unfortunately. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm just telling you guys what happened. I did not, true story. I did not think what I was saying was so controversial. Wow. But I should I should have I should have known because Heather's reaction was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly how my reaction was. Like when I watched it, I'm like, wait, there's no way. There's no way. I immediately put it up. I was freaking out. I was like, I can't believe like he finally said it. Like we've all been waiting for someone to come out and say it. And I don't know, I've heard that Andy denies it or something. And you said it and then it blew up. It went everywhere. Then I then I went and I like Look, I listened to all your episodes. I remember you had an episode with Danielle Staub prior, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like, how have we – like, how are we just hearing all of this stuff? And everyone went crazy. It was like, Carlos for president. I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Oh, no. Trust me, honey. Everything you're saying is so true. Mm -hmm. And, look, I wanted people to know, too, that I wasn't coming across as a Melissa hater because I really – Right. Listen, I I don't know Melissa. We're not friends. Uh, I you know when I was filming season two, she came to Adriana's christening, and I obviously met her there. But I don't have a relationship with her. But that doesn't mean that I'm trying to like hate on her. I was really just telling the people the story. Like this is what happened, and right. it became like like you said, like Carlos for president because he's validating. <laughs> He's validated Teresa's claims for over a decade. And what's so funny is Teresa texted me. She said, and she came on my podcast too. She was like, I did not even think about asking you to confirm it for me because I forgot that you were like literally there when I found out. I was like, yeah, girl, I, I will never forget that. So again, I always get in trouble for telling the truth, but we love the truth. It was just the truth. And I think, look, I think it's one of those things where when it comes to Melissa and Teresa, they will always have divided fan bases, which, listen, that's the nature of the Housewives and and reality TV. But um, I love Teresa. She is my my girl. She's my friend. I adore her. And I will will always, always support my my girl. Yeah. Well, why do you think that Andy denied this? You know, so so what's funny is I I never heard that he denied it. I heard this is what I heard. I heard he told them, <laughs> which, which 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 in hindsight I now understand. I was told he said to them, "I don't want to get involved. Like, leave me out of it, right? Like, I just, yeah because because what was happening came of semantics at this point, right? It's like. Well, I did tell you, but I told you I was interviewing, but I didn't tell you I got the job. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this game of semantics. And I think because Andy has done 800 hours of television since right. then, I truly don't think he remembers. And I think he's like, ladies, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So for me, that's why mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I remember the day. I remember where I was going. I remember the phone call. And and a lot of people have said Carlos' story has never changed. Like, it's, yeah. it's always been consistent. And that's why we have to give him credit for his truth. 
just like how Teresa's story has never changed. I feel like we've heard different things from Melissa where she was like, we were good. We were on good terms. We were on bad terms. Like she always says something differently. Whereas in you and Teresa both have had the same consistent story. So it, it's just the truth that you're telling. And again, we are so appreciative that you did that. And we got so many questions from our listeners. Again, I'm telling you, they have been freaking out that you are coming on this podcast. <laughs> they really did. They really, they really said, we can show you. They said your name so oh, many times. Yeah, and we're so. like, okay, we, we have to like, do it. Yeah, we're like, who should we have next? And everyone said you. But I, I do. Uh, thank you, everyone. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I do have a question. So you said that Melissa Gorga DM'd you on Facebook during season two, right? She added you on Facebook. She DMs you. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's a bit much for a sister-in-law to, like, find a producer of the show mm-hmm. that her sister-in-law is on, DM you. Mm-hmm. Okay, people ask, do you still have the messages? What do you think the motive I- is? <laughs> right. Is, you know what? It's funny because uh, this is what Kenya Moore is going through on Atlanta, right, with Martel DMing her. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, listen, <laughs> so this literally happened 13 years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. I look true story. I do not have it, and the only thing that um, I have said, which again is my truth, is thirteen years ago there wasn't an Instagram, there wasn't Twitter, right? There wasn't there wasn't this social media where regular people follow celebrities, right? Like the, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a thing back in two thousand nine, right? It just it, it just wasn't a thing, or two thousand ten in this case, it wasn't a thing. So I always tell people. Um, Facebook in 2010 was strictly for family or friends. That's it. Like I wasn't following Beyonce on Facebook. Like right. Beyonce that I had yeah. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? It was all about family, friends, and, and of course, like you know, um, 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 you know, reconnecting with your high school friends. Yeah. So I tell people to this day, me and Melissa are Facebook friends, and and that's my truth in terms of the the validity in, in terms of she friended me messaged me i listen i truly don't remember the message um uh, but i searched my facebook like yesterday we are facebook friends wow and we, that makes I, so much I, sense right you see what i'm saying i yep. only worked on the show seasons one and two that's it yeah melissa came <laughs> melissa came on season three i i was i was not a producer after season two so that's why i tell people like i'm not making things up because we're facebook friends and how can you be facebook friends with somebody you never met yeah exactly you know so there you go why didn't you do season three so funny story so when Teresa called me i was in chicago working on a show for oprah winfrey network that was just starting out it was called season 25 oprah behind the scenes and it was chronicling Oprah as she was taped in the last season of her talk show. Oh. So that was based in Chicago. So when Jersey was coming back, I was in Chicago working with Oprah. That's the okay. only reason why yeah. I did not go back. Look at you. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I would pick Oprah <laughs> over. I would pick Oprah yeah. all day. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I chose Oprah. So it's funny because I remember everybody was so mad. Like, you're not coming back. And I was like, wow. Honey, Oprah called me and I have to answer. <laughs> right, exactly. No, that makes complete sense. I think anyone yes. would do that. 
So yeah. that, yeah, because we did have a lot of people that are like, why would he not stay for season three? But yeah, that makes sense. Well, right now, you know that New Jersey is on pause and they're waiting to see how things will be by the time fall hits. I don't think they have plans on bringing anyone new, but if things don't settle, they will push the pause until next year. What do you think should happen? If Teresa's saying, I don't want anything to do with my brother, what do you think should happen? What do you think producers are thinking right now? Yeah, look, I think I think it's one of two situations, right? I think you have to either say, Melissa and Joe, thank you for your services. Um, <laughs> you're on a pause, like Lisa Renna, like Tamara Judge was. Um, in my opinion, I just don't think Jersey can last without Teresa. I think she's a force multiplier. She is the face of that show. I think she's the face of it the way Kyle Richards is the face of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, I just I just don't think you can do that show without Teresa, my opinion. So I think either Melissa has to go or they'll say, okay, Teresa, here's a spinoff with you, Louie, and the girls. And Melissa gets to stay on Jersey, but Teresa gets to pop in um, as a, like a guest starring role where she still has presence. I think that's the only way Melissa stays. But I said this before, I stopped watching this season after episode two because I just, I just could not get into Teresa versus Melissa. Right, again. again. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But I yeah. did watch that finale, honey, and I was yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think about the finale? What did you pick up oh. on it? I know. So, first of all, props to everybody involved. It was so good and so juicy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was tense across the board, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, look, in my opinion, I really do believe that Teresa wants nothing to do with um, addressing anything she's heard about Melissa to Joe. I think Melissa, I think Teresa has said to herself, I have tried. He doesn't listen to me. I wash my hands with it. Because what I don't need is another, um, Teresa wants me and Joe to break up. I really believe that Teresa wanted no parts of it. I think Louis said, well, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Teresa said, well, you, you do it, but I don't want no parts of it. I, I believe that. And I, and I also believe that Joe went, I I think Joe went in the car and, and speed dialed Melissa before he hit the ignition button. Right. I think he called her, told her what happened en route to the house. And my thing was, okay, Melissa, if you heard this six months ago, why wouldn't you say anything if it's, if it's, if it's so insane and crazy why not bring it up because if you have information where you know that okay i feel like my sister-in-law is trying to take me down why not bring it up why say in the on the finale when danielle approached you you're like what is it tell me i'll right. say it say it and when she said it instead of checking danielle like look you messy d-word Right. Um, it's an effing lie, blah, blah, blah. Melissa zeroed in on Teresa. I was like, yeah. yeah. And that's my Teresa Lecker. She was like, see, I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. And in my opinion, I think it, um, I think it made sure, I think it solidified that Teresa wanted no parts of it because you saw her run away. I, I Listen, I believe that Teresa's like, I'm exhausted 
of right. arguing. She has no time for it. <laughs> yeah, I think she's like, I'm over it. And listen, I think Melissa is a smart girl. I think she's like, look, bitch, this is what the fans have been waiting on all season. Let's go. I think I think Melissa was like, let's go, which is why she kept baiting Danielle to like say it now. Right, like out yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, I, I think of it like on season 12, Melissa is sitting at the end of the chair um, at the reunion. And I feel like everyone, especially in New Jersey, they make it a big deal. So I feel like Melissa was kind of like, we need to bring it this season. And then, of course, season 13 reunion comes and she's sitting right next to Andy. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a big deal to her. So she was yeah. like, we need to go against Teresa because that's the only time that I'm in the first seat. Oh, you yeah, think that they think like that? Oh, honey, 100 Yeah. Yeah, they like, do anything look, for that Yeah, I like to call her Melissa Lopez because she thinks she's J-Lo. And then, listen, right. I, 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 I love it. Listen, we, we, love, we love housewives that have the grandeur, you know, um, sensibility. So, listen, I love it. I call her M-Lo. I definitely think M-Lo like wanted to do what – I listen, this show means a lot to Melissa. In, in, right. in a very different way of what it means to Teresa. I think to your point, listen, I think anybody who watches the show can see that Melissa wants to be the top dog. And she she has she she's has she has trouble with Teresa constantly winning in the end. And this I'm gonna tell you, it was it was the season where Danielle Staub, one of my favorites of all time. Yes. It yeah. was the season where Danielle Staub um, unfortunately <laughs> you know, told Melissa of all people, she told Melissa like Teresa told me to pull the hair. What I saw was this excitement of Melissa getting the tea. Like well, she did yeah. what? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I think of Melissa's mind, she was like, oh, baby, it's going down. Yes. Teresa, and look, I think a lot of people thought Teresa would never recover from it. But one thing about Teresa, she, the reason why Teresa always wins in the end is because she cops to it. She, she wasn't like, I never said that. That's not, she was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and right. Middle finger, middle finger to the camera, like, wow, really? Yeah. Um, she felt bad. And to her credit, she apologized to Marge. And I think that was a moment that I saw like, oh, Melissa really takes satisfaction in, in seeing you lose. But baby, Teresa, for some, listen, for some reason, because she's genuine, right? She always wins in the end. Yeah. Always. She's authentic. And we actually just found out, do you remember that scene where Margaret pushes Danielle's fiance in the pool. Yes. So we just found out, we just actually listened to an episode of Melissa's podcast where she says that Joe Gorga told Margaret to do that. So what? Yes. Uh, I have to send you the clip. It's crazy. Melissa I don't know why she said that out of her own mouth. Yes. I don't know why she would admit to that. So why I... would they get mad that Teresa told Danielle exactly. to, also, exactly. to also get good television? Listen. People can say, well, Carlos, pulling the hair is different. Really? Somebody could have drowned. Did she know yeah. she how to swim? Exactly. Listen, they were I drinking, to too. Yeah, I know how to swim in the kiddie pool. So <laughs> if you, push, if you yeah. push me in a pool, I need a lifeguard. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So to me, it's the same thing. But see, that's why there's an issue here, guys. It's a, mm-hmm. it's the issue of, um, of this takedown. Now that you said that to me, I, listen, I'm now validated and vindicated for saying yeah. like, yeah, that was a takedown moment. Because if you're telling Margaret to push somebody in a pool and you said that, uh, and, and you're saying Melissa said this on her podcast. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm literally going to send you the clip. I just found it. It was on TikTok. Someone, I don't know, an amazing listener. They sent it to me and they were like, just so you know, look, listen to this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm wow. so sick of this. She gets, she gets herself in trouble so no, much but, on her podcast. No, but she does it behind the scenes. So she controls the narrative on the yeah. show mm-hmm. and that's what people are watching. So some people will see the things behind the scenes, but you know, a lot of people do feel bad for her sometimes because they only watch the show. They don't see the rest of this. They're not listening to her podcast or any of that. So yeah, that did happen. And I, I have a question for you. As a producer, do you, do you do you guys listen to viewers and listeners and all that and what they have to say about a housewife? Are you guys paying attention? See, it's so funny. Back in my day, I've been producing housewives. I mean, when I was producing housewives, I did it back in 2008. Right, so 2008 yeah. up until like 2000, I think I left in 16. So that's eight years of producing that show. So back then, again, this is before Twitter and this is before the housewife mob, right? Where everybody had a platform, everybody had an opinion and every housewife had a podcast. This is way yeah, before that yeah. time. So the answer back then was no, we, it, was, it wasn't even a thought in our mind to pay attention to Twitter. I still, wow. I still don't do that, but I get the sense that a lot of the producers are doing that nowadays, which is why you see some of these iconic people like a Tamara Judge getting fired, Lisa Renna getting fired. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you, know, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's like, why are you letting go of these people who are controversial on Twitter, um, but they're great for the show? So I do believe that nowadays social media plays a role in the decisions for sure. And that, and that, and that to me is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a producer, do you get annoyed with blogs that spill the tea? Be yes, honest. Because they, okay. oh, yes, because they get it. No, I'm going to tell you ladies what happened. <laughs> okay. Number one, they get it wrong. And then it, 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 it spirals. Right into the production of the show, so you Guilty. can listen. Yeah. You, right, <laughs> but we, right? but Carlos, exactly. we we get it right. Okay, <laughs> we've gotten it right year after year. Okay, so right, right. Okay. So this is what happens. This is what happens. Two people who used to have an issue with each other, right? They could be in a good place if a blog reports on something that you know this person's Twitter was subliminal to you, girl. And I'm telling you now. Yeah. This reality star would take it to heart and all of a sudden stop speaking to them. And you're like, wait, you guys were having dinner last night, having a great time. Well, somebody sent me something and I, I believe yeah. it. And it's like, it's so difficult to do our jobs because when our audience watches it, they're confused too. Like, wait, I just saw you two have dinner. Why are you like now all of a sudden hating her? So right, yeah. I, I don't like it. I, I like it. Listen, I tell you what I do like. I like the fodder when the show is airing. We're, like we're, we're, we're stopped. Sh- we have we're, we're not shooting. The show is airing. 
then to me, it's like, talk all the shit you want. I love it. I love engagement. I love the opinions. I love it. But I don't love it in the middle of shooting because it messes up okay well yeah so we don't do that we always wait until the end of shooting and jersey like thank god especially with jersey like everyone in jersey always reaches out to us for everything but i know that producers in jersey probably get annoyed whereas in like atlanta and like vanderpump rules producers are super kind to us and so i'm like yeah i wonder if it's because they get annoyed that there's like spoilers out there but that's just how the world is now it's a different world like mm-hmm. social media has taken over just like with the kardashians mm-hmm. you know they had to get off of e-news because we would know everything yeah yeah no so, it's, true, yeah. it's true it's true but no listen yeah. like i said I, as a creator and producer of reality TV, I, I, I love when my shows get picked up um, from the fans and the press because it does nothing but help the show in the end because it gives eyeballs to it. Yeah. And so I, I, I love it for those reasons. Just do it once we stop shooting. That's, yep. that's my absolutely. only request. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so I know you brought up Danielle and I know that you love Danielle. You have a great relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, she has claimed for quite some time to have messages between her and Melissa from years ago. Why do you think she refuses to bring it to life? Like, she says she still has it. Because she's a smart cookie, and she's not going to do it for free. <laughs> right, and Carlos, and I knew that, and I knew that. But then, but then she didn't do it when she came back, and she had her opportunity. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> yeah. She, because... And, and again, this is my speculation because I know her so well and, and I get the business. She, the thing with Danielle, when she came back, she really wanted to be a full-time housewife, not a friend of. Im- imagine, imagine going back to, and, I, and listen, I said this publicly, if it wasn't for Danielle Staub, there would not be a season two. It was Danielle yeah. Style. Oh, yes. That, yes I you agree. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Danielle mm-hmm. Style will go down to me as the best villain the Housewife franchise has ever seen. She's 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 delicious. So imagine being on a show you helped make a pop culture phenomenon for two years. And then you got let go and you're gone for a couple of years. And we know this with other housewives. It's life after Bravo is hard for a lot of housewives because yeah. that's their identity and that's and not their identity in terms of how they see themselves, it's how the world sees them, right? Like you can't just apply for a job but you're not like a fucking former housewife, right? It's crazy. Yeah. So when she came back on the show, she really tried to come back and be in everyone's good graces to show that I'm not just a, a, a friend of Teresa's. I'm also, I'm able to, to get along with everybody. That's why you didn't see Danielle turn up the volume until like um they needed some action right and then yeah. all of a sudden where were they they were on some cash trip at some bar and she started to like throw the glass on the yes. table uh, i yeah. like soggy I like not soggy lord Siggy. jesus Siggy, Siggy. <laughs> oh god the shade yeah. I know. I, and, and i love Siggy. i met her yeah by the way not to like change the subject, I ran into Siggy in Florida two years ago. Oh my God. And we had a nice exchange. She said, are you Carlos King? And I said, bitch, are you Siggy? <laughs> and she said, and she said, baby, you are the only producer they kept talking about when I was on the oh show. Like, we need God. Carlos back. Yeah. So no, she was, she was very sweet. So yeah, Love so that. anyways, when Danielle came back, Danielle wanted to come back and say, look, I want to be full time. I can't be full time. 
if I'm getting into with everybody and I'm only Teresa's friend. That's why when she pulled Margaret's hair, you saw Danielle feel like this this is the last thing I wanted because I think she knew that wow, this may be the end of my time right. on the show. Yeah. And that's why she mm-hmm. didn't bring up all the Melissa stuff because she knew that it would be a divide. It would be Teresa and Danielle against the others. Yeah. And I feel like Andy doesn't want her back. Like I feel like he yeah, that's her the, back. Yeah, no, I was on she was on my podcast. Listen, Danielle has said to me on my podcast that she left. And I said, okay. Now I believe otherwise. That's my opinion, right? I I think I think it was a lot that went into it. I just don't think it was only her decision. But I will say that she wants to come back on the show. Um, she definitely, definitely wants to come back. And she, uh, she, yeah. really, she, she really misses it. I think she knew that she was probably going to get let go. So before she could get let go, she was like, I don't want this. And I, yeah, I, I heard there were some things behind the scenes. And I heard Andy would not want her on. So, I mean, but hopefully, you know, I'm wrong. And I know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really wrong here, Carlos. Stuff, but <laughs> oh, I know, honey, because you guys, <laughs> you guys are very much verified. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but I, I, I tend to believe that because I'm now remembering that her last reunion where they broke the fourth wall and she said, I'm an OG. I need to sit next to Andy. Yes. And then they gave Danielle <laughs> a poor chair at the end. And I'm like, oh, Danielle. This and is Vicky, good. Vicky, Vicky. It's like Vicky. OC yeah, it is like her too. doing that. Yeah, look what happened to her. She did that too. And they won't bring her back. Uh, but wait, Carlos, I want to make sure we get this question out because, okay, we want you to dive into the Caroline Dina drama of it all. So we, oh, recent- yeah. well, look, well, look, we recently <laughs> revealed that on ultimate girls trip, we had some inside knowledge that Caroline does throw Dina under the bus. She brings up that Dina cheated on Tommy. All what? The ladies- yes. All the ladies that were there think that. What can you tell us what went wrong with them that you know Dina? Oh my well, god, I know now it's bad, but like what went wrong yeah. with them because you were there for it all. So, okay, so I did season one and two, right? So, season one, um, remember it was um, um, Dina, Caroline, Jacqueline, and Teresa, then it was Danielle on the other side, right? Season yeah. one, I literally, literally saw no divide between the sisters. None. Not behind the scenes, in front of the camera, none of it. Mm. When Caroline said so epically, we are thick as thieves, baby, you better believe it. <laughs> it was, it was, we we knew nothing about the dynamic. Like, like, and I mean this, we knew nothing going into season one. And the only time we saw some cracks in the foundation is, of course, at that epic dinner scene in the finale where you know, Caroline said, I'm the one who brought the book to the chateau. Yes. Right? Uh, and Jack was like, you liar. It was Dina. And it was, yeah. and then you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, that, like, like ladies, that was the first time all the producers were like, wait, who, who, like, who did it? Who's lying here? Right. Wow. So, so you guys didn't the, even know. We had no idea. Wow. No, none. Zero. Zilch. Nada. And that's why I always tell people about Jacqueline. You got to give Jacqueline some props for standing up against her family while her fucking husband is sitting next to her looking like, what the fuck is happening, right? Right. So, yeah. 
that was the first time we saw some cracks in the foundation. And then honestly, season two, to Dina's credit, and I and me and Dina are still very close. Um, she was like, Carlos, I'm out. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you have potential to be like an icon because you're gorgeous, you're funny, and you like you bring it. And she was like, it's it's too much. And she, and to Dina's credit. Dina also left because she knew that it was not going to be good for her family. And and she just, and again, call her a prophet. She was like, I choose my peace and my family over this fucking TV show. Wow. So she left and she said, Carlos, I'm giving you what you want. True story, ladies. She said, I'm going to give you me, Danielle 101, before I leave. She said, oh. she said <laughs> I know respect. that's what you need. Mm-hmm. I respect. I respect Dina. She said, I know what you need. Make it happen. I'm going to do it. After that, bitch, I'm gone. So then season two, she left. And again, we knew that, and I'm going to say this, because this is the truth. We all were like, okay, Dina wants no parts of the show. Her big sister, Caroline, is still on the show. So we knew something was interesting going on there because they weren't speaking, but we all assume it's because I can't keep in contact with the person who's still involved in this show that I, I dislike. And Dina, as we see now, Dina is all about her piece. Yeah. So when, when everything started coming out years later about Tommy and these accusations and um, the break-in, seriously, all of that was the first time that I knew how bad it was because honestly, ladies, they literally never showed us any signs of division. And I think a lot of it had to do with, to Caroline's credit, they were thick as thieves and they refused to allow the producers of the world to see any cracks in that foundation. That shows you yeah. loyalty. Like they were super loyal to each other. Whereas, and I feel like when it comes to the Gorkas and then Teresa, there's they don't have that you know they're quick to throw them under the bus and they just don't have that so that shows you that you know even though dina is not happy with caroline she was loyal to her family and i also think that dina thinks about her parents and she doesn't want them to hurt because of their kids and that's true she said that Mm -hmm. to me personally yeah and and dina i believe dina is the baby of 10 kids which is crazy. Yeah. So gosh. And, and, and Chris Manzo is number nine. Wow. And that's yeah. why they were so close. That's why the Jacqueline thing hurt their relationship because Chris and Dina were very close. What do you think about Jacqueline, you know, coming out? I know Jack- Jacqueline was on your podcast. She, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but there is some reunion tea that we recently shared where Jackie, mm-hmm. Jackie Goldschneider and her had some text conversations and, yeah, and Jacqueline um, and Jackie gave it to Melissa to bring it out at the reunion to show Teresa that Jacqueline spoke about her when they weren't friends. And she gets brought up again for another incident with Joe Gorka and like legal stuff where she tells Teresa that we knew about all your legal stuff. You know, Melissa and Joe would tell us. What do you think about her speaking up now? Listen, I want Jacqueline back on the show. Same. I, mm-hmm. Honey. Think about it. That's the reason why you need to keep Teresa and bring back Jacqueline so Jacqueline can check all the girls. Because yes. Jacqueline, I want a Jacqueline versus Margaret. Because I, I want Margaret to have a good opponent. 
Although Danielle did a good job in the finale, I'm not going to lie, but Jacqueline is a walking memory bank. She doesn't forget anything. And what made Jersey so iconic is the historical nature of the friendships and the family, right? Yeah. You want Jacqueline back on the show, but Jacqueline revealed on my podcast that she is moving to the OC. And yeah. I'm like, no, bitch, you yeah. got to Jersey. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't even think she would do it. I really don't. I just feel like she... Yeah. She doesn't she even had, want to put herself in that she has situation. Super, yeah, she has so much anxiety being on that kind of show. Like, she's kind of like a Dina where she can't handle it. Yeah, no, especially because again, South. Jacqueline's old school. Jacqueline just believes um, and we're being real. And yes. I think what has happened with the newer housewives, they they try to make a moment happen. They, yep. they, they try to expose you. They do research on you. They call mm-hmm. the feds and the private investigator. And Jacqueline misses the days where she and Teresa were stomping grapes in Teresa's garage. You know, yeah. like. And like I love that. Fun. Oh, yes. But that's, I want to see my girl happy. And listen, I, I, I love me some Jennifer Aiden. I think Jennifer Aiden is a top tier housewife. Love her. Um, love, 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 love Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but you want Teresa to be back with her Ethel. Like you right. want. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? You want yeah. that. So that's what I need in my life. Well, uh, so I did. Why do you think we haven't now going back to Melissa? Why do you think we haven't been able to see her audition tape? Like we saw Teresa's. Why isn't Bravo? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? I never thought of it. No, I see. I no, I left after the finale season two. Wow. Um, I did. Oh my gosh. Come see? on, your friends. Where yeah, your call, friends? call your people. Call your people I'm and get sure. it. <laughs> this is breaking news. So wait a second. They never showed showed it. No, but they oh. showed Teresa's. Do Did they think... ever give an excuse why? That's interesting. No, ladies. but I'm thinking it would make them maybe look bad because if Melissa, let's say, said, we're not good with Teresa, maybe, I don't know if she would really flat out say, I'm going to come for her. But if she said, I'm going to confront the situation, you know, I'm going to tell her how we feel. Like maybe it wouldn't let Bra- or make Bravo look good. So maybe Bravo's like, let's not put let's not put that audition tape out there. Because why would they put Teresa's but not put Melissa's when everyone's been requesting that? That is hilarious. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm actually lost for words. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, look, I, I've never seen it. I obviously have seen Teresa's because when we started the show, they played it for us. And they played it for the world now where she's sitting in front of her home yeah. um, with her bubbies. So... Wow. No, I don't. That is kind of, you know, a little cray cray. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like there's just so much shadiness that comes with Melissa. What did you think about Kathy joining, by the way? I feel like to me, that's a bigger betrayal because that's my cousin. Oh, yeah. So again, when when Teresa called me um, before she was getting into season um, three, her she 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 mentioned obviously Melissa as I've expressed, but she was also talking about her her family and Teresa um, is very family oriented. She is a mom. I mean, she was a mama's girl, a daddy's girl, and she saw what happened between Dina and Caroline, and she was like, "That that could never happen to me, right?" So, listen, 
I think anybody who joins a show behind their family members' back, I just, I think that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I just, I just think it's, listen, if we're not the closest, I would say out of respect to you, I'm just, I just need you to know. Right. I would you know, never be able I, to move on. I would never be able to, I, I would, like, I cannot forget something like that. I would never be able to move on. So I don't understand how people yeah, don't see where she's coming always from. Be, and you'll always be suspicious of somebody's motive. Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, I, I get it. Yeah. And I know that you do have to go, but I, I have, That's I, have okay. a I have a question <laughs> about Atlanta. Is there any way you can see Bravo and Nini making up? Listen, I am a Christian. Yes. I like to pray. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. <laughs> I, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. I'm ho- I, but you know what's so funny? Before the lawsuit happened on my podcast, and I was a guest on other people's podcast, and I, and I, I'm, I, I said it then, I'm going to say it now. Everything can be worked out when both parties, with, with no handlers, not the peanut gallery, nobody. When two people are able to talk face-to-face, one-on-one, I believe anything is impossible. Um, anything is possible. And I want that for them because I know firsthand and I saw firsthand how close they were and how they, she would call him her buttercup. You know, like, I remember yeah. those days. I remember um, talking to her. She's like, let me call you back, bitch. This is Angie Cohen, girl. I'm like, all right, girl, bye. <laughs> you know, she, yes. she loved him. And I remember he called me one day. Did you tell Nene I said this about her? And I was like, no, I didn't say anything. Oh, talking? my God. You know, like, that's yeah. how, but I'm only saying that to say that's how close they were. Um, and I, it, listen, it's sad. As, it, listen, and this is true. It truly saddens me that it's gotten to the point where yeah. they're not speaking. And I just, I really want the two of them to just have a one-on-one. No cameras, no nothing. And just talk it out. Because my thing is this. If Jacqueline and fucking Teresa can make up, then anything Absolutely. is possible. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. We're going to pray for them. Yes. We definitely are. Yes, please. We do want to see that. So absolutely. Well, we are so happy that you came on. We are so excited to share this with everyone. And when Thanks you are in Detroit. Yeah, this is so fun. Yeah, and when you are in Detroit, you need to call us up. Okay. So oh, yes. we'll take yes, you yes, out. Yes. Yeah, we'll Let's take you out it. in your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we, we may know do. the newer spot. Yeah. I know. We, yeah. we have to go to, I heard Eminem has a restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Mount spaghetti. Yes. Mount yeah. spaghetti. Yeah. It's not, it's like yeah, a little like. Yeah, it's not like, what um, you think though. No, no, no. Not yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay, like in the, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how you know you haven't been here in a minute. So yeah, we'll, we'll take <laughs> care of you. Okay. <laughs> we'll take care of you. And I'll let you know about Love and Marriage. Yes, please. Yes, we'll be so excited. We're excited about that. Thank you so much for coming on, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV, and please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast.